Third Trail Line, the podcast. Hello, you are now listening to Sir Trader Lot, the podcast. I want to thank everybody who's listening, um, whether you are a first time listener or a returning listener. Um, all of your support is appreciated. But I'm going to do something that I have done before. Um, and this is going to be my last time doing it. I'm going to ride it out this time. Um, and what I'm going to do is restart my twenty five thousand dollar challenge. For those of you who don't know, I was doing a challenge um, trying to get to $25,000 within a year. Um, Because, you know, if you're under $25,000, you have a pattern day trader rule where you only get three trades um, every five days. So my goal was to get to $25,000 and I keep getting stuck. You know, I'm I'm not able to break out. My my account is um, ranging, you know, between 50 to 350 um like i can't get over that hump i did have what i thought was going to be um pretty much a reversal in my account per se um i did get my account up to over 500 dollars this week um i had a couple of trades it actually all happened in one day um or over i would say a matter of three days because it was um, a series of swing trades and a day trade that I had. All of them were gainers. You know, I didn't have any losses during that stretch. Um, and I actually, I didn't double my I didn't double my account. I think it was like a fifty percent increase over like three days. Um, but mentally, psychologically. I let it, you know, I let it slip away. Um, with all the money that I gained over the three days, I lost it back in like one or two days. Um, and it's amazing how the mind works, you know, because I tell myself over and over what I need to do. But when it comes time to do it, I don't know what happens. Um but I knew I do know that more is on my mind when I'm trading than just the trade itself. Um, and I also know that I trade on emotion, you know, um, a couple of times recently. Frustration. I'll buy a stock. The stock might end up going in the ne- negative direction. You know, I may it may drop a couple of points. And instead of me getting out of the stock, like I tell myself I need to do, I'll get frustrated. I'll walk away and I pretty much tell myself whatever happens, happens. I'm not going to look at the stock no more, you know, frustrated. Hoping that when I do come back, you know, <laughs> the um, stock has made you know, a, a reversal and I see some green in my account. But it never happens like that. Um, but it's the frustration that. You know, instead of me being smart about it, just getting rid of the stock, taking a loss, a small loss, you know, I walk away frustrated and I take a bigger loss than I should. You know, it's other times, honestly, I think about the podcast. I always want to get that that big gainer so that, you know, when I do my recording, I can talk about how my account went from 
this number up to this number. But instead, you know, I hold on to stocks too long. Um, I don't think about what should be done, what should be done. You know, I, I end up trading based on, you know, a lot of other things that has nothing to do with the stock. Um, but this is the time, you know, like I said, I'm restarting my, um, my challenge and if I don't get it right psychologically this time, then, you know, something's not for everybody. But I do know, like, I have a plan. My problem is I can't stick to my plan. Like, if I was just out here willy-nilly, you know, not really um, understanding what needs to be done, then that would be something different. But my, my problem is, you know, I have a plan as far as me purchasing stocks, buying stocks, um, and selling stocks. But I didn't really have a plan. Like, I knew what I needed to do, but I didn't have a plan as far as to how to execute it. You know, I tell myself, well, I'm going to do this this week. I'm going to do this this week. Um, but that's not really a plan, you know, because when I get to the point where I need to implement my plan, it doesn't work. Like, I ended up doing the exact, exact opposite. Um, you know, I tell myself, and I've said it plenty of times, the best way to be successful in selling stocks, I mean, in trading stocks is to not lose money but it's like when i trade my mentality is focused on me gaining you know everything i do is to try to gain money i think if i approached it differently like i need to do everything in my power not to lose money because the gain is going to come when they come you know the chances are higher to lose money than it is to gain money. I would say if you just buy a stock just out the blue, it's probably a, a, a it's probably greater than a 75% chance that that stock will lose money. You know, it's only going to be a small percentage of stocks that's going to have nice gainers. You know, unless you um you know buy a stock and you may hold on to it for like a week or two, then you know you may have a better chance of seeing that stock go up but day trading buying a stock getting rid of rid of it the same day um even swing trading you know a lot of times that stock isn't going to really produce a lot of gains so my mentality need to be on me not losing money you know instead of me trying to gain money I think it's better to, out of 100 trades, if you start off your account with $1,000 and you make 100 trades, and then after that 100 trades, you still at $1,000, that's much better than being at $200, which can happen quickly. So my mentality is based on, at this point, and I know I said it before, but it's based on not losing. Like, I need to start my week and end my week and I understand I'm gonna take some losses right that's part of the game but recently like I told you my account was I got it over five I think I started at like maybe 300 so I gained over two hundred dollars um over that three days I know at least one day after that I lost eighty dollars you know and that's because 
I do things that I shouldn't. Like jumping into stocks and not really knowing why. Jumping into stocks with no day trades at like 940. You know, and it's like putting my putting myself in a position to lose. Because if that stock turn against me, it's nothing I can do about it unless I want to go 90 days without being able to day trade. You know, so it's just stupid things like that that I do and that I know I shouldn't. And while I'm doing it, I'm telling myself I probably shouldn't do this, but I still do it anyway. You know, so it's just it's a psychological thing. And I have to break through that in order to, you know, have a chance to consistently make money from the stock market. So speaking of um, the psychological aspect of it, I've been reading um, a book. It's by Napoleon Hill and it's called Think and Grow Rich. Um, it's a popular book. Um, I actually have the book in an audio book. And he has a plan pretty much that you can implement um, on a daily basis um, to help you gain riches. Now me, I'm not really looking to get rich through the stock market at this point. I'm trying to get to a point where I can have enough money in my account to possibly, you know, gain some wealth. Um, so I use this plan. I'm, I'm going to use this plan. Um, I'm going to apply it to the stock market and what I'm trying to do. And hopefully it works. You know, it's a six step plan and it's supposed to mentally um, prepare you for riches. And that's pretty much what I'm going to talk about in the next segment. Um, I'm going to go through his six steps and I'm going to lay out the plan that I have um, to help me mentally and psychologically. Um, so we're going to do that right after we take this short break. Okay, so the book that I'm reading is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And in his book, he touches on um, a six-step plan that's geared towards helping you gain riches. Um, I'm not trying to get rich, but yeah, I am trying to get money. So I'm going to try to apply these six steps to me. And I'm sure you can use it for other things. Um, in addition to money, you know, any goal that you have, these steps should apply um, because it's pretty much geared around the psychological aspect of things. So I'm going to go through the six steps and then I'm going to apply it to me. OK, so the first step, um, he says, fix your mind on the exact amount of money that you desire. Um, he said it's not sufficient enough to say. You know, I want plenty of money. So first, you have to decide the exact amount of money you want. Second, he says, um, determine exactly what you intend to give in return for the money. Um, there is no such reality as something for nothing. 
So you pretty much have to find or decide on what you plan on giving up in order to get the money. Third, establish a definite date when you intend to possess the money. Um, that's, you know, straightforward. Fourth, create a definite plan for carrying out um, your desire and begin at once, whether you are ready or not. Um, fifth, write out, write out a clear, concise statement of the amount of money you intend to acquire. Name the time limit for its acquisition. State what you intend to give in return for the money and describe clearly the plan through which you intend to accumulate it. Um, so pretty much steps um, one through four. He's just saying write it down on paper. And six, read your written statement out aloud twice a day. Um, that's once just before returning to bed at night and once after you get up in the morning. Um, and he says, lastly, as you read, see and feel and believe yourself already in possession of the money. So that's the six steps, right? So for me, first step, simple. I'm trying to get $25,000. Um, so that's my amount. Um, second, what am I going to give up for it? Um, that was kind of a hard one to decide. Because um, I'm like, what can I give up? Um, you know, I'm trading in the stock market. So the thing that I, that I'm planning on giving up, um, and I'm really not giving it up. You know, I feel like I'm just applying it um, to something more productive. But I'm going to say my time. You know, the time that I spend pretty much doing things that's not productive. Um, one thing is like when I get up in the morning, I might sit there for a while and, you know, just look at stocks that I know I'm not going to buy. Like for, you know, 20, 30 minutes, you know, it's like I'm not a morning person. So getting out of the bed is hard for me. Like I may be up. My alarm goes off. Sometimes I roll over. Well, a lot of times I roll over, hit the snooze button. You know, if I do get up, sometimes my daughter, she's in the bed with me. So I'm laying with her and I'm, you know, searching through the Internet. I'm looking at sports scores and, you know, a lot of things. And I told you all before that one of my issues that I have is um, not being able to um, search stocks when the market open without distraction. And part of that is because of, you know, I'm not up in the morning with a sense of urgency. You know, I might spend a lot of time looking at the stock market um, on my phone, but on my phone, I'm not able to look at the different variables that I need to in order to decide whether or not I'm going to get into a stock. So my time is the thing that I'm deciding to give up. Um, but like I said, I mean, I don't know if it counts because I'm not really giving it up. I'm just using it um, more productively. On to number three. Um, a definite date, I'm going to say within a year, um, I'm recording this on the 18th of January, 2018, I mean, 2019. So I'm going to say, I want to have this goal by, I'm going to say by February 1st, um, 2020, February 1st, 2020 is my definite date to have um, $25,000 in my account. Um, fourth, create a definite plan uh, for carrying out your desire. 
my plan is pretty much stuff that I've been saying. Um, but the initial thing um, is cutting losses. Um, I'm going to have to cut my losses before, you know, I start to lose too much. That's that's my problem. Like I said, it's been times where I've lost $80 in a day. And that's, you know, a lot when, you know, I only have like $300 in my account. So cutting my losses. Um, another thing is not day trading when I don't have day trades. That's another big problem that I have. Um, you know, buying stocks, 930, 940, 950, and not having a day trade because anything can happen from the time I buy it until the time I can sell it. You know, I mean, it can have a nice gain, a 200% gain on the day that I purchase it. It might even go up another 100% um, after hours, but I can lose it all pre-market before I'm able to sell and you know, that, that 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 has happened to me on occasion. You know, I had nice gains even going into pre-market. It wasn't, you know, a two, three hundred dollar um um gain, but you know, it goes up nice nice profit. Um just to see all of it crumble away during a pre-market. So no buying stocks without day trades. With no buying stocks no day trades without having a day trade. You know, if I'm going to buy a stock, it's going to have to be, even if I do buy it, you know, earlier in the day, maybe around lunchtime, a little after lunch, it has to be based off swing trade um, criteria. You know, I can't buy it just because the stock is is, is starting to make, you know, um, a nice breakout. I have to buy it. Um, with the mindset that, you know, I can't sell it until the next day. So no day trades without a day trade. Um, another thing that's been getting me is no anticipating breakouts. You know, it's a lot of times I'm watching stocks and, you know, it might have a slight gain, but it might have a lot of volume. Like it may have an average volume of say a hundred thousand it may be trading at like eight hundred thousand um you know around nine forty nine forty five and in my mind like okay it's a lot of volume something's about to happen right so I end up buying the stock and something do happen but not what I expect you know the stock starts to go in a negative direction and you add that to the fact that I don't have a day trade you know it's just, you know, a setup for disaster. So no anticipating um, breakouts. I mean, it's times where, you know, stocks may be a false breakout. It may go up 10, 15 cent. You know, I jump in. It may go up another seven cents. And then it may, you know, start to reverse. And at that point, you know, I need to go back to my, my other part of my plan and cut my losses. You know, um don't sit there and watch it continue to drop. Um, I tell myself I need to have more situations where I sell a stock and I sit there and watch it continue to go up rather than 
holding on to a stock and watching it drop. So I need to not anticipate um, a breakout. I need to cut my losses. And I need to stop buying stocks based on um, day trade criteria when I don't have day trades. And I just need to be patient. You know, that's the, the fourth part of my plan, being patient. Um, I don't need to trade every day. You know, it's times where I buy stocks and I sell it just to see, like I might sell it before the market close. Um, and I might jump into another stock just because that stock seemed like it's, you know, going to be more profitable. And then, you know, the next morning, the stock that I sold might have a, a, a 20, 30 percent um, gain during the pre-market. And then the other stock that I bought might not do anything or it might drop because because it did go up um, at the end of the day. You know, next morning, everybody selling, trying to take their profit. So being patient. That's the fourth thing. And I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, those are the main things that causes me to lose money. Right. And I guess if you if um, if I want to add a fifth thing, it's to not set myself up to fail. You know, I mean, that's pretty much sums everything up. I just said. Um, so I'm going to go through it again. No day trades when I don't have a day trade to spare. Um, no anticipating breakouts. I have to wait to see something moving before I get in. Um, patience. I don't need to trade every day. I can also hold on to, you know, trades a little longer than I need. I mean, then a little longer than I have been. And that it takes some practice, you know, because there's times where I've had stocks and, you know, they don't move at all. Like I buy it and it may sit. You know, within like a a one cent range, a one or two cent range, you know, for the whole day. And, you know, for some of those stocks, getting out may be good because you don't want to carry some stocks over into the next day. But, you know, that's going to take some practice. So um, just being patient, you know, holding on to stocks that aren't as volatile, you know, because some stocks. They can get away from you within a matter of um, seconds. But some stocks, you know, it may take them a week to get like a, a 15 percent gain. But that week holding that stock, at least you I mean, if it do go up 15 percent, at least you're not losing. You know, Cause a lot of times I sell stocks that is that has an uptrend just to get into another stock that, you know, that's moving fast. And I lose my money quickly when I could have just held on to another stock and, you know, took a slow gain. So, I mean, patience. That's the big thing. Patience and not putting myself in a position to fail. But those are going to be the things that I'm going to say to myself every night and every morning. You know, it's all psychological based. I need to get my mind right. And, you know, I'm starting over on my challenge. And this is the last time, because if I can't get past the psychological part, like I said, I can't focus on the actual analysis part. Um, a lot of stocks I get in, they're not bad trades, you know, or they're not bad stocks. 
It's just a bad decision on my part as to when and why I get into the stock. So I'm going to say it again. The best way to be successful at trading is to not lose money. So my mind isn't focused on making money anymore. It's focused on not losing money. If I can not lose money, you know, I'm going to I'm going to hit. I'm going to have a trade that's going to get me some profits every now and then. It may only be fifteen dollars. It may only be six dollars. Sometimes I might, you know, catch a breakout and maybe get eighty, a hundred dollars or so. But none of that matters if I do, you know, walk away with a profit and then I end up losing it the next day. You know, that's what I've done this week. Like I, I've increased my um account by at least a hundred fifty a hundred and fifty dollars, you know. But in two days I lost it all back. So I really don't know where I'm gonna start right now. I have um stock R and N, another stock that I traded poorly on. And I'm and I mean poorly. Like I've been watching this stock for like a week. Like I knew they were um expected to release some data um at a conference on the 17th and 18th. My plan a week ago was to buy the stock. It was that and it was T-C-O-N. Both of them were releasing data um, on the same days. My plan was to get into one of them. Both of them, I was watching them since at least um, at least mid-80s, 80 cents. And I didn't, get, I didn't get into either one of them. I watched them rise each day. Um, both stocks ended up over a dollar. RNN actually got up to like 130, right? So instead of me trading like a professional, which I desire to be, I traded like a chaser. You know, that's all I did. Um, when it all came down to it. Um, today, the stock, it opened up, it opened, I don't know, maybe around 130 or so. So I look at it and I see it, I see it's at 160. So I go to stock twits, you know, which I shouldn't have done. You know, I shouldn't use stock twits um, to do analysis on a stock, to get information on a stock. But I go there and I see people, oh, they must have um, had a, a, a good report. Another person said, oh, I saw the post report. It was good news. So me, like a dummy, I jumped in at 160. And needless to say, it was downhill from there. Like, I think they were waiting, waiting for me to get in so that they can drop the stock back down. So um, it dropped from 160 and it said like, I don't know, 120 now. Right. <laughs> so that's a 40, 40 point drop. Um. Just because, and I actually sold a stock that, I, I can't even remember what stock it was, but it's still sitting at the same level that I bought it at, the stock that I sold. It wasn't really moving, so I got out. Um, but either I should have held on to the stock I had and waited to see which way it moved, you know, or I could have just took my time, patience, and not chased 
a stock that I had no idea why it was going up, right? Especially a stock that I've been watching for the last week. Like the day is Friday the 18th. I was, I was watching the stocks at least um, since last Friday, um, at least. So I'm kind of a little upset about that because I didn't go with my gut um, at the time that I should have. And I waited until it reached its peak before I got in. So it's just things like that um, that I need to eliminate. So we're going to start it over. Um, starting next week, which will be the week of the 21st. Um, the market's closed Monday. So I'm going to do two updates next week. I'll do one on Wednesday. And in that update, I can um, let you know where my account is starting at. Because um, I don't know what's going to happen with RNN. Um, it's at 1.22 after, um, after hours. So um, on Tuesday morning, it can go either way. I guess it depends on how people um, take the, the data that was released um, today. You know, some people may think it's good data. At the same time, other people may think it's good data, but not good enough to increase the stock price. So uh, we'll see what happened with that. So I have an update on Wednesday as far as where my account started and how my Tuesday and Wednesday went. And I will also do one next Friday. So two updates next week. Um, this is hopefully the beginning of me trading like a professional. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I've been pretty much trading in a range. I've been, you know, trading sideways lately. So hopefully, you no, know, my account did break out. Um, I got it up to, I think, 530, um, this week with a couple of good trades. And I told myself, you know, I needed to, um, focus on not losing, but I didn't do that. You know, when it came down to it, I started to chase and that's part of the euphoria, euphoria that uh, what's his name? Mark Douglas. You know, he, he wrote the book. Um, I think it's called The Psychology of Trading. You know, he talks about the feeling that people get when they have a win um, or when they, you know, have a good trade and they have a good um, profit. It's like something comes over them that, you know, they feel like they on the road, you know, they can't be stopped and, you know, they don't focus and, you know, they don't continue to trade without emotion. So I've been a victim of trading off of emotion, especially frustration. Like I said, I walk away sometimes after making a trade and just I actually tell myself, well, whatever happens, happens. I see what it looked like in about five minutes and I'll go off and do something and come back. And next thing you know, I'm fifty dollars in a hole. So. I need to take it more serious. Um, like I said, this is the start. If I don't do it this time, then, you know, I'm just going to chalk it up and say maybe it's not for me. So I'm going to focus on the trade. You know, I'm not focused on podcasts when I make my trades. I'm not focusing on past or future trades. I'm not focusing on the amount of money that I make from a trade, you know, it has to be based on the trade itself. Like 
Cause and that that's another thing. I know I'm rambling on, but another thing that gets me is like I'll I'll have a a profit, and instead of selling the stock, I'll go and look to see how much money um, I profited. And if I be if I look and be like, oh, I only made twenty dollars. Like in my mind, I know I should be getting rid of that stock, but because I look at my account and it say I only made twenty dollars, then that tells me. That changes my mind and tells me that I didn't make a good trade. Even though I did make a good trade, the amount of money that I saw in my account didn't tell me that, that I made a good trade. So I decided to hold it. And then next thing I know, I'm losing money. So all of these things I know. And I'm hoping that even though I'm making the mistakes, and I'm telling you the mistakes that I'm making. You can look and say, well, I can learn something from that, you know, because, yeah, I. I'm trying to tell y'all my mistakes so y'all won't make the same mistakes and then hopefully we can correct ourselves and we can start making this money together. So we starting off fresh um, next week and I'm thinking about posting my progress or decline um, on my Instagram page, which is Sir Trade A Lot, S-I-R dot T-R-A-D-E dot A dot L-O-T. That's my Instagram. Haven't been posting much. Um, you know, like I said, my schedule changed, but I'm gonna try to get back on track and you know keep posting and communicating with um, my listeners. Once again, I want to thank everybody who take time out to listen for listening. Um, this is longer than I expected it to be. So if you are still listening, thank you. Um, that's pretty much all I have to say. Um, Tonight, I'll be reading um, my plan to myself. Tomorrow morning, I'll be reading my plan to myself. Tomorrow night, same thing. So I'm going to try to drill it into my head because I've had this plan written down. But I haven't been reading it. You know, at night, I put my daughter to sleep. I'm tired. It's dark. I can't go and sneak in the bathroom and and read out loud to myself because then I'll wake everybody up. You know, in the morning I get up, I'm running around. Um, my daughter's sometimes she's still asleep. And I guess when she wake up, I can read it. You know, we can read it together. You know, it'll be both of our plan. But, you know, that's my life. So I got to work my plan and to my plan. And, you know, that's my plan. So thank y'all for listening. And until next time, I like big bucks and I cannot lie. <laughs>